0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for, again, listening to the Rowdy Buddhists. It's always wonderful to have this opportunity to share with you and talk to you. I wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted this evening um, to help gain some perspective on some of the lifestyle changes or choices that you can make, Um, especially since today we observe the new moon. Uh, which is the end of the uh, lunar month, uh, going into the new month. Uh, So therefore, uh, this time period for us uh, can be a time of great change as we go into the new lunar month. And one thing I wanted to speak about was the idea of finding good sleep, uh, the energetic uh, concept of sleep, that can very much assist our practice. Now again, all of these aspects of our daily life are to be expressed and, of course, practic- practiced and exemplified on the uh, the holidays of the Roku Sainichi. Um, that's why specifically I'm speaking on this topic. You know, for many people it can be very difficult for them to unwind in the evening because you know they've done their job all day. They've had to um, get home, talk on the phone, deal with children, deal with other adults. And it's, it's very tough for people to find that that kind of off switch that is very important for us to be able to, uh, according to the circadian rhythm, to start to slow down in the day. And, and again, right now is the changing of the season uh, going from Summer to uh, late summer, going into autumn. And during that time period, it it can be a very uh, jarring time for many people and for people's bodies. So it's very important that we uh, adhere to these principles and understand them, that as we go from summer, which is the element of fire, moving into the elements uh, of metal, etc., going into the element of water, uh, in which we calm everything down. So we start to go more internally uh, than externally. And if we don't understand how to efficiently uh, you know, organize our lives, especially with those uh, rituals or we call dhinacharya, uh, which are kind of uh, practice rituals that we can have in our life, these rituals are seen as actually extremely beneficial to reduce stress. And I believe when we reduce stress, it allows us to practice. Uh, and, and again, Master Tantai speaks that when we're in a good state of health or a good state of mind, our practice will come more easy, easily and that we can enter into the jhana or the different levels of uh, awakening or seeing. So to counteract this kind of chaos that we have in our life, these ancient principles that they have, the, the basic idea, and tonight we'll talk about the evening routine is extremely valuable and, and you'll see the value of it it's very important again as I stated before not to do all of these at one time pick one of them and just implement them today or implement them tomorrow uh, and then little by little you'll be able to as you calm down be able to assimilate more into your life and be able to um, grow those practices but the most important is a small and consistent as we always say with meditation so, you know, this allows us, you know, the opportunity to perhaps change our routine, but new routines, as we know, can be challenging uh, and difficult to maintain. So again, you know, the idea is simple and and, and, con- and continuous. Uh, and so therefore, stay flexible and take it easy when you're integrating these practices into your life um, so that you can develop a balance that you feel good and then you'll be able to your body and mind and everything will uh, naturally have a connection with these practices and, and attribute them to something positive rather than something stressful. So in the evening, uh, when you return, it's, it's very important. As we all know, we do evening uh, gongyo or evening practice. Uh, we can, of course, as I've taught many people, uh, practice our asana uh, and simple meditation as we incorporate that in our practice. So, after, after all of these hectic things during the day, settling down uh, and considering, you know, first of all, relaxing your body because you've built up a certain amount of stress. So, that's the purpose of the asana. And then the uh, meditation is for uh, slowing your breathing, uh, balancing your breathings, and balancing your mind. Um, these are the ideal forms of emotional calming exercises, and they're for all body types, all kinds, and all ages. So, through these practices, you can balance uh, all the different aspects of your nature uh, and uh, constitution that needs to be addressed. So, of course, after we do asanas, as we do our practice, we can do pranayama, uh, and of course, that and meditation. But again, they can be contributed into one and uh, you know we don't have to make it so long again start simply and just be continuous and then work on each day uh, growing of course our main and uh, important practice that we have in Nichiren Buddhism is of course chanting the Daimoku Namu Myoho Kyo second is to make sure you nourish your body properly uh, this means to prepare and eat a light easy to digest dinner at least three hours before bedtime uh, your your sleep can be really disturbed by at that time if you go to bed too early to try to digest your meal while you're sleeping, uh, or uh, just eating too much in the evening. You'll become tired uh, quickly, so you'll want to lay down, and you have to kind of in a way be mindful of this. Um, the result of your you know is that your sleep won't be restful if you if you haven't eaten properly and it doesn't allow you to properly digest your meal, so it leads to a definite long-term imbalance which can really directly impact your impact your health. So in the evening, as we see with noon, noon is the, uh, and that's the solar noon, not just noon at, to, on your clock, as we see in uh, the Rokusai Nichi uh, Uposata day holidays, we eat before that usually. Um, because that's the hot, highest time of the sun, so it's the hottest time. That's where Agni, or the highest level of fire, the element of fire is strongest. So that's where digestion is, of course, linked with, to this idea of Agni, or fire. And so that's why the larger, uh, more dense uh, meals would be in the noon time, uh, at solar noon, uh, or before that um rather than dinner so dinner would be of course a light meal such as steamed vegetables or dal or soup is your ideal especially now going into uh, after summer soups and root vegetables are very important um if possible please avoid heavy meats Uh, cheeses fried foods um, uh, these kinds of uh, more difficult to digest foods uh, there's plenty of, uh, you know, uh, recipes out there to support you in deciding what you should eat for the dinner time. Uh, of course, enjoy leisure activity. Take, take a moment to, dis- to change, to disconnect from what you were doing to the day. You know, one of the typical after dinner uh, low key and relaxing activities is to take a walk, read a book, listen to relaxing music. Uh, Color, you know, watch a funny, lighthearted movie. You know, nothing that's going to get your mind uh, wrapped up in something. Um, You know, computers and electronics, and uh, watching social media, and also just even light itself can actually cause stress, which makes uh, the cortisol, the stress hormone, which of course is very antagonistic um, to the melatonin, uh, that is the relaxation, relaxation hormone. That you, you know, that you use with uh, sleep. So when cortisol comes up, melatonin goes down and that, that can be a real problem because you might not be able to stay asleep at night. You might find yourself waking up at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Again, this is a, this is a sign of possibly some other issue. So you, know, you can try dimming the lights and um, trying to, and again, there's many systems online. You can go to the circadian rhythm Uh, which they can actually put on your phone where it dims the actual lights on your phone or computer if you're working in the evening Um, and this again is too much artificial light Uh, you know in the evening disrupts the body's circadian rhythm and affects uh, the production of this melatonin that we need Um, and so also you know this melatonin is a very critical thing in our body and it in our body triggering sleepiness and keeping the blood sugar and blood pressure low uh, or levels that are healthy so that we can sleep. And then the next is to, you know, wind down with a warm drink. Um, Before bed in Japan, they uh, have a small amount of uh, warm milk, um, you know, with a touch of uh, ginger or sugar or, of course, organic. Um, You can also try organic rose petal tea. Um, and there's a few different ways you can do that. There, you know there's a lot of different teas you can use. Just be careful, of, of course stimulants like uh, very sugary drinks, etc. Um, and then preparing to fall asleep and, and I'll tell you more in the future, that, you know there's some options of Abiyanga, which means we make specific oil. And especially at this time as we go into the winter and everything slows down, especially during the transitions towards what is called vata, which is a symbol of wind and ether. So that is a kind of dryness. So therefore you, rubbing sesame or coconut oil on the feet, your ears or even your head at bed uh, really helps you to fall asleep. It sounds strange, but again, you should make sure you take that light shower, not too hot, not too cold, uh, and uh, use some oil, especially at this time of the seasons. Um, And again, remove and purify yourself before going to sleep, removing all of that. And and when we take showers, we should understand that this is a um, a way of purification of our lives and purification of our bodies and minds. Then again, they have so many different uh, herbal uh, support that you can have. So there's a lot of different herbs you can use. Um, Then also going to bed properly at your time early. Uh, you know before 10 a.m uh two ten 10 p.m is good um you know in the practice of traditional practice the idea is to wake up uh before brahma murta which is about an hour and a half before sunrise Uh, but of course uh, it's important to um during this time of regeneration again according to your body type How much you sleep is, is, you know, uh, as you get as you're younger or older or, of course, your body constitution that that may be different. So this is just a general explanation. So you just need to find out what works. But the most spiritual time in the morning is that hour and a half before sunrise. So you would be able to check your clock and and try to make those. So in most monasteries, they jump forward or or go back uh, for different parts of the season. Uh, based on allowing people to have the correct amount of sleep that they need. Okay. And, you know, these are just a few things, and I would just choose one of them uh, to help you in your practice because, you know, you may be doing all of your traditional practice, but uh, such as your morning and evening gongyo, and that's wonderful. Uh, but it's very important that, that we are maintaining a healthy body mind. Um, that, you know, even spiritual practices can give stress to people. Uh, and that's the opposite, that's counterproductive of what we're trying to do. Um, Master Chantai talks about the meditation disease or practice disease of when one becomes a fanatic rather than one becomes a, um, I would say, instinctually or naturally. Interested in practice, you know, for me, for a long time to perform morning and evening practice was very uh, challenging, even though I was a priest. And I realized that once I had properly regulated the aspects of my eating, drinking, uh, breathe, you know, body, breathing, mind, um, it became a natural, instinctive practice. So, therefore, um it, it went very well. It encouraged. It built upon itself uh, and just continued to blossom like the lotus flower, continued to grow uh, organically and naturally, which for me was much easier than forcing something. Um, I think we all think we have discipline, but discipline only takes you so far. It has to be a natural and sincere um, awakening. It has to be a natural and sincere instinct uh, that uh, this idea of bodhicitta, the aspiration that naturally comes forth from all the pores and of your body um, and shines forth every day. So then, therefore, when you see and your body and mind are watching and listening, they're observing. So when when you are able to reduce the stress, it first of all allows you to see clearer, but also your body realizes how to be able to balance itself. So. If you are using alcohol to balance yourself, um, your body may think that that's what you need or uh, even too much sleep or eating particularly or anything. Uh, But what is important is that we're able to observe and see, of course, work towards the healthier aspect and that healthier aspect means to what leads us to awakening uh, in our lives. Um, I know that's not talked a lot about Uh, But there is absolutely an awakening, Uh, and I believe it begins, uh, for most of us, with the body. Uh, And that body is, of course, a creature of habits. So therefore, as we form and observe our habits and choose better habits and understand our nature and constitution, uh, we can do what's proper for us, and therefore we're able to thrive, and therefore our practice uh, thrives as well. So I thank everyone for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Namun myoho rengekyo.